0: What's up, Dip Nation? I'm Dave. It's the Too Much Dip Podcast. We're here, man. We're back. We're full strength. I feel like I haven't been on the show in uh, days, if not weeks, possibly months. I'm joined in studio by a guy that you know, Mr. Uh, deep in the DMs himself, Dylan Shivery.
1: Mm, yeah. Yeah. It has been a long time since <laughs> we've recorded this show. Hadn't uh, had a chance to talk about the texas loss in the playoff which at this point feels like it was weeks ago just eight days ago though was it yeah eight days ago no seven days ago it was on the first anyway uh yeah much to discuss davy you'll have your chance here on this podcast i know i just it feels like i'm I'm already on to 2024 in my mind that's how how long ago it's been anyway here's a guy who hasn't moved on from a bowl game
2: okay okay well done it's KJ. I was KJ, KJ by the back. way,
0: stop, stop I got to do a proper intro. I don't know how long you've been doing it with this background. You've got some artwork behind you wearing a nice, um, appears to be, I don't know if that's burnt orange, burnt sienna, or, or just orange sweater. You look trim, and uh, you look cool. More importantly, it's KJ. <laughs>
2: Well, thank you. Happy new year to both of you. Uh, David, let me be the first this afternoon to, uh, congratulate you on being the father of a son and a one month old son, uh, doubling down at, uh, two under whatever, I guess you can say what two under three, you've got to have some like uh quippy way to say that you've got two children, but also like add the burden of saying the ages are young.
0: Oh yeah. Okay. That makes sense. That would help me a lot with the uh, small talk when I'm uh, doing drop-off or just anywhere, really, mm-hmm. when that comes up. I met some new neighbors yesterday, and I wish I had something fun like that to say when they asked me about my kids. that be cute.
2: Oh, man. It's the grind. A toddler in an infant at home. You know how it is. Fist bump.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Getting killed. Hey, we're getting through it, though.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Um, a couple of quick derail announcements i suppose um it was wonderful being there in stu last time we did a show that was tremendous it's great to see both your faces was tremendous looking great as ever um we've missed so many weeks of like bowl games pre-playoff games in-season playoff games that um i'd be remiss not to just here in public acknowledge a week out from Martin Luther King day. Uh, yes. In fact, it is true. SMU did lose their bowl game, but yes, it is true that they went into the city of Boston mm. historic. In fact, for quite a few things, including where they filmed the hit movie, the town, mm-hmm. uh, and they got embarrassed, but, um, yeah, that bad. we're going to keep moving forward. We're going to keep moving forward. No reason to blame. Not a backup quarterback. Not systematic racism in the city of Boston over like 200 plus years. There it is. Um,
0: <laughs> Why are we doing Fenway
1: Park?
2: I don't know. Yeah. It looked dope in the photos. Man, was, <laughs> the players
1: don't really. They're not down. What do you mean? They're They're playing football in a baseball outfield. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of what I'm talking about. They, you know, it doesn't everything it, the NFL tried to
2: get away from them for years. <laughs>
1: like it's it's cool to some people, but I don't think it's cool to the players.
0: You you don't think uh the <laughs> a 19-year-old three-star is familiar with like some of the greats, the um Wade no. Boggs, Noma, no. David Ortiz, others, Tim Wakefield.
1: We could name baseball there are players. Yeah, a lot of them, yeah. No, I don't I don't think they get too fired up about that. In the Mookie the seating? Bats. Not great. How many people go to those games?
0: Not you can't think too many. It didn't look like either either program traveled well, which is weird because uh, <laughs> one of them was uh, fairly local, <laughs> if I remember correctly. Um, no, that okay. was uh, that was fun. That's
2: enough of the Fenway Bowl.
0: <clears throat> hey, we got a wild Hard for wild card stream coming up Thursday. Mm-hmm. Where are you at on the stiff
1: meter? Ooh, I am. Uh, what I am three and a half out of five stiff cocktails. Oh yes. Like a an old yes. fashioned or a oh, whiskey yeah. whiskey sour, maybe. KJ, um what kind of uh
0: what kind of what kind of uh hole you got going in your mattress right now for this stream coming up and this wild card <laughs> weekend?
2: Um I got a DM specifically about uh the title of an episode. I think it was of another podcast. Um, included the phrase pegging in it, I believe, Jeez. but as I like turned my nose up at that, that title, I was quickly reminded, uh, that I'm a co-host of a podcast that annually has a wild heart for the wild card, uh, episode title.
0: You said annually folks,
2: <laughs> we've done this. This would be the fourth. This is the fourth annual wild Hard for the wild card. Your boy is all the way aged up and if i'm not aged enough i can get there i can get there all right it's this a, is uh oh, you know uh, this is an what? important week in content it's, a, it's, it's gonna a, be an important week for podcasters
0: what is that is that that's a bike pump of some or like a just a <laughs> that's a basketball it, pump that was a penis pump is that one swedish made penis enlarger
2: no, but you wouldn't be far off from what I think my movers thought. In fact, it was um, the pump to like one of those vacuum seal bags. You throw a bunch of clothes in like a big Ziploc bag, and you take the air out using the pump, like it's a reverse pump, if you will. I oh, you know no, that move, similar to other things.
1: Reverse pump.
2: Uh, and I didn't know where the thing was for a while, so I would just put the clothes in the bag, press down on the bag get air out enough, tie it off, whatever. I was still doing that method, but I had the pump, and I had movers walk into a room where I was like hastily trying to get clothes together. By the way, I moved. Going to town on this pump, and all you can hear is just f- 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 and see my arm flailing uh, over the back. So I've just kept this thing with me just in case people need to know what I'm about. Not not scared.
1: <laughs> you don't ever vac seal anything, Dylan? Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm not, no, I never have. You're missing out. Missing out. It's a great way I to, to
2: seal that meat. I've told you this for years. It's the way to do it. If you want to keep
0: the, that meat good <laughs> anyway, <laughs> well, cool. Yeah. Thursday evening, six 30 central on our YouTube. We're going to have a, a very famous guest that you will all know and be familiar with. Potentially. We're working on some things, working on some big names.
2: I'm excited. What time are we doing this? This is Thursday, correct? So six
0: thirty. Same time we we did. We haven't done one in like three weeks. Yeah, it's been a it's been a minute.
2: You what? Two last one y'all did was at like dip.
0: y'all did one at like two thirty when I was uh, on paternity leave, or maybe I was at the <laughs> hospital. I can't remember. I like looked up and it was like three o'clock, and y'all were just like, I was like, all right.
1: No, yeah, that was the night of the Christmas dinner. <sighs> that's, that's right. Why I, that's, why yeah. that's what I do it, was. it. That that was week one. Of night paternity. of the Christmas
2: dinner. Yeah. I was also leaving for Dallas for 13 days, 12 days, the following morning at like seven, it felt very like take a flight to make sure you lock in reward status or like you're making a purchase strictly for the tax purposes at the end of the year. Uh, you know, something didn't feel great about it, but you know, hats off to Dylan. He's a professional. Some were saying, uh, we put out some pretty strong episodes, uh, uh, during that time,
0: mm. How about that, Dave. I heard good. Th- I, heard, I listened. Sounded good.
2: It's a lot less meat talk.
0: Uh, <laughs> you brought a pump to the freaking podcast. Yeah, <laughs> don't yeah. talk to me. Don't talk down. Don't punch down on me.
2: Hey, spoiler alert! People who uh, aren't watching on YouTube.
0: Gosh, Wild Hard for Wild Car will be brought to you by DraftKings, and today's episode is also brought to you by. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, bringing you an offer that'll help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet five dollars on any game and get two hundred instantly in bonus bets. Last I saw, Dylan, um, them old Dallas Cowboys are laying seven and a half at home against the uh, Green Bay Football Packers. What Look, do you think about that one? That feels like a big spread. Oh yeah, that especially with that hook on there, Davey. Oh, that hook gotcha.
1: I don't know, man.
0: Hook will bring you back. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code WASHED. New customers can bet just five bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, use code WASHED. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 GAMBLER or visit www.1800GAMBLER.net in New York. Call 8778HOPE ny or text hope ny 467 369 in connecticut help is available for problem uh gambling call 888 789-7777 or visit ccpg.org please play responsibly on behalf of sorry i'm laughing at come on i'm laughing for the read earlier when randy and i were I'm staring at my phone right now, so I do not make eye contact. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario, bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. CdKNG.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Bang. One for one. They were calling me Dude Perfecto. What's Were they? Up? <laughs> what up? Well, what do you want to do? We got a natty we got a natty little
2: we'll, we'll rust
1: you guys you guys stoked <laughs> on the natty uh, my interest in the natty has dropped significantly since last Monday uh, as my team is no longer a part of the you, situation anymore. You guys caught that panics. My God, I right, look, I knew this kid was good. I didn't know he was that good. He made some unbelievable throws during that game. Uh, yeah, he's he's unbelievable. That's right. I just he's wanted to hear you say it.
0: He's unbelievable. I wanted to hear you say it. Yeah, I did not my, – my only takeaway, and we didn't really get to talk about this because uh, we didn't do a show last week, but my my only takeaway was I couldn't believe how well their lines held up. Yeah. And I didn't expect that, and the any pressure he saw – he just, he just casually kind of moved he's away. Side, he's
1: very slippery in the pocket. He just sidestep uh, – yeah, sidestep a uh, – The least panicked person I've seen in the yeah. pocket in college football in a long time. So he made several throws, like, you know, down the field, 40, 50 yards down the field that were just absolutely dropped in a bucket. I wasn't even – the most – the throw I think I was most impressed by was he threw that absolute laser. He split two safeties for a touchdown pass that was – a throw that very few people in the world can make. He's just an absolute rope. Mm.
2: And, and he went up the uh, up the sideline to like a tight end, or you know, I don't know. I think it was their tight end who was getting banged up all game long, but kept cutting it out. Uh, and it was similar, like just right in stride over the linebacker <sighs> before the secondary got there, and. Again, the catch being made by, you know, I don't want to call him lumbering tight end, I don't want to insult the guy, but it wasn't like this was a swing back or something that he was going to make a cut. He was like, you put it right where somebody had to catch it, and it was not an easy catch to make, like, you know, backside, and stride. Um, and he did all that in a do-rag. Yeah. I think once I realized he was playing that game in a do-rag, I was like, oh, DraftKings, y'all should have let me know. Several this was in fact
1: lumbering tight end. You can just say white guy. Several of the, yeah, that's, <laughs> several of their guys had had hoodies on. They were like hanging out like outside of their shoulder pads. I didn't like dangerous, that. but good look. Didn't quite understand uh, the point of that. Um, yeah, man, Penix, 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 I don't know how to say
0: Penix it. is a little bit. <laughs>
1: That game was weird. Uh, it felt like Texas got outplayed significantly the whole game, yet the score never got like way out of hand. And then a couple things got Washington. Like there was one series they, they ran some trick plays to like try to just bury Texas. Didn't go well, and it, it gave Texas the ball back. They didn't kill any time. It was I don't know. They like refused to like put the foot down on their throats. Uh, Deboer has a
0: little bit of McCarthy in him. Um, Mike McCarthy in that. Um,
2: just not Kevin.
0: Not Kevin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um in that he just refuses to um I mean he could have I people wanted him to take knees there at the end we're throwing the ball I get it I kind of I I respect it but it was almost an all-time beefing uh in in college football history he almost absolutely chunked yeah. heavy
2: the play call selection did create the play call plus the punt um Remind me, I can't recall exactly what happened with the punt, but it was a play call and a punt that shifted it from being Texas getting the ball with under forty seconds to Texas getting the ball with like a minute and forty seconds. There's a f- shout out to Quinn. Mm-hmm. Like there was chatter about concussions. He, you know, gutted it out. The unnecessary camera shots of Arch on the sideline. I felt like. It was producers grasping for straws. Yeah. Granted, like there was something to be said. He was never like warming up to a significant amount. He was probably doing the appropriate amount of like, hey, I probably shouldn't just sit here with my hands and my shoulder pads for four hours. Like every now and again you want to kind of hit the bike, throw a couple passes, because you know, you're not gonna get some warm up pitches. He's <laughs> only taken
0: he's taken like five meaningful snaps all season, right?
2: Yeah, March. like,
1: yeah, I, I, I you, you got to think, uh, played a old quarter.
2: practice was a lot of him, though.
1: He played a full quarter against Tech, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, that those were not meaningful snaps for sure.
0: No, um, yeah, I, I was a little bit surprised that yours wasn't like ruled out because, like, you see, that's like a very standard way to lose your quarterback for the rest of the game.
1: He's bouncing your head,
0: bouncing the, like the back that. of your head <laughs> off the turf on that exact hit. It's like, oh, yeah. Okay, well I could totally see why he wouldn't come back in the game. Uh but he did and actually padded his stats quite a bit and had a very good chance at winning that game. Um but yeah, I I'm pretty excited for tonight. I really don't have a rooting interest. Um you know I am riding with my guy Davis. Um I don't know if he's going to see any action tonight, but I'm riding not. I'm riding with the Wolverines, but I I'm I'm it's a toss up. It's a toss up for me right now.
2: Yeah, do you want to talk any of the Bama Michigan game before we talk tonight? Yeah, sure. Any uh, quick thoughts on that?
0: Michigan D line is just nasty and set the tone for the entire game. And I I knew they were good. I didn't think they'd be able to do that to Alabama. Yeah, and Alabama center still trying to figure out what's going on there.
1: The, what stood out to me most in that game is, like you just said, the Michigan D line is is for real. They were they were just pushing the Alabama O line around, bullying them pretty much the entire game, getting pressure on Milrow. Uh, to me, that was the difference of the game. The the center—I don't know if you recall—when Texas played Alabama, the guy, the center, put it on the on the on the grass. I don't know four times during that game. I didn't remember until you said that yeah. when I came back in,
0: and it, that checks out. I
1: remember thinking, like, h- how how is this happening? Like, sh- surely you've had thousands of reps at this point, you know, in the shotgun position. How, how do you let that happen? And here we were in a playoff game, you know. I don't know how many months later, three months later, and you're still doing it. It was, it was really strange.
2: Yeah, that's that's bad coaching at that point. And I'm I wonder if they did try to switch his snap technique because you'll see that oftentimes, like you know, I guess what everybody would imagine, shotgun snap is kind of like you're throwing a football but straight back. When I would say probably sixty percent of shotgun snaps nowadays are, you're kind of just lobbing it because you want where the laces to be caught to be somewhat predictable. So some will kind of only touch the tip of the ball. You know, this is not a, an H segment here. Um, like you'll see Jason Kelsey. or not, Yeah, Jason Kelsey. He'll, t- he'll hold one side of the ball. Just the tip will be onto the ground. And then that's what he snaps so that it kind of only flips one time right into the QB's hands, laces in a predictable spot, as opposed to the spin. Quarterback's rotating it, and then you're making something happen. If they were having to make those sort of adjustments midseason, and I don't know the specific center's, you know, background. You assume it's a five-star center, whatever. But you got to think there's some sort of intimidation uh, factor going on or just big lights situation, which seems silly to say you're at Alabama. How much bigger can lights get? How much more intimidating can things get? But, um, you know, pressure is still pressure regardless. So that was tough to see. Um, Milroe made a run in that last drive where I'd gotten to the point where I was like actively rooting for Michigan to win that. Uh, maybe it was an overtime where I was like, uh, maybe Milrose, absolutely that dude and put them in a position to win. And even with that last play being what it was, uh, I think they go into next year, pretty confident. Certainly shouldn't have been, I don't, I don't know that I'm still arguing for them to have been there versus Florida state, even how Florida state got trounced. But you know.
1: Uh, Another thing I noticed in that game is you mentioned the lights might have been too bright. That's how the entire like first half of the first quarter felt for both teams. Uh, JJ McCarthy's first pass, if you recall was an interception, but the defender stepped out of bounds. So they, they called it back. Like that was, there's a lot of just boneheaded stuff that was going on, which I found to be pretty surprising programs that, you know, prestigious in in a moment like that. Uh, They finally got. I do wonder if the Rose
2: bowl had anything to do with that. Like, not that the Sugar Bowl's not a big deal. Not that New Orleans wasn't, like, crazy for those two teams, for Texas and Washington. But, like, I got a feeling that being at the Rose Bowl, you got a lot of West Coast players, but, like, the pageantry of that game probably surpasses the Sugar Bowl. And time's off. I don't know. I feel like maybe that might be a part of it, too. Yeah, maybe. Are know. you
0: guys uh, – where do you guys stand on the actual Rose Bowl itself? There's a lot of pe- – there's a lot of – um People who kind of roll their eyes and you know, little dice roll when the Rose Bowl comes up. Like, okay, so we get it. I don't know if you guys have
1: been. I I went to the Texas Bama national championship game Mm -hmm. there in '09. It's by far the coolest place I've ever seen a college football game. It looks like it. It's like it's like the Wrigley Field of college football. That's what it's like. It's like it's old. uh, They got the natural grass and surrounded by just like a mountainous. It's just it's on a golf course. I don't know how people realize that. TFM. When you tailgate next to the stadium, you're literally on a golf course. I did not know that. It's Hmm. like there's a bunker here. There's a keg next to it. It's it's fucking cool. Uh, It's it just has a really cool feeling to it. It's hard to describe. It's like a really intimate feeling environment. Very neat.
0: Cool. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I I don't have too much of a a take either way. I, I I'd like consistency.
1: I saw JJ Watt tweet that uh, he's played on many natural surfaces in his career, college, and NFL. He says the grass at the Rose Bowl, he said, by far is the nicest grass he's ever played on in his life, which is interesting.
2: I don't doubt it. I would also think that he was playing there in a bowl game as a – well, I guess uh, whatchamacallit plays Coliseum. But still, bowl game surfaces usually are the exception to the rule. I don't know if it's always fair to compare, but – um on tonight, real quick. David, sounds like you're a leaning Michigan. You know, if you were to pick a winner, you'd be happier to see Michigan win.
0: Yeah. Uh I yeah, just because we've got we've got the connection, like we know the entire teams listen to this show and just big fans of the company in general. <laughs> but Penix, I, I love Penix, dude. Penix Penix won me over. Watched enough pack. Pac-12 football this year to be like, okay, I like this dude. And then, I mean, that was probably the best quarterback performance in a big game like that I've seen in a long, long time. I think it's right up there with V.Y. Rose Bowl. Burrow. Puts Burrow. Burrow. Good he call. He had a crazy run. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, Anything else?
2: Dylan, how you feel about tonight?
1: Man, it's – I don't know. If – if that Washington O line can hold up enough, I, I I don't I don't see anyone slowing Penix down. I really don't at this point. He's just he's just too too good. If he has time, to, his receiver he gets a lot of credit. His receivers are unbelievable. Even they have this this white cheese tight end who was just catching absolutely everything. <laughs> he was catching the ball falling down like over his shoulder. They ca- they they just have lumbering. They have Dylan. he's a lumbering tight end who just they all oh, they they just their hands are sticky, man. All of them. They get open. They catch the ball. They're very athletic. He's got one. Adunze is a he's a top ten pick. Yes. Most likely, the other two guys are also NFL guys on the on the outside. Well, one on the outside, the, the slot guy is very very good too. Uh, that offense is just nuts, man.
2: I don't know. I thank you for uh, mentioning that about Adunze. I was gonna Adunze I had, is, that, I had that. Yeah, that, that guy coming into him. I'm like. I feel like we all overlooked or didn't give them credit for having like a top five. You know, yeah. Marvin Harrison Jr. gets all the attention. Obviously, UTS yeah. mega stars at They're, wide receiver, but this dude's legit. They
1: just they catch absolutely everything. Um, I I don't care who wins the game. I don't I don't have you know I don't have a, a horse in this race. Uh, of course our, our boy Davis. You know, I would like to see him get a ring. But I man, if I had to pick, I I think Washington might edge out Michigan here. But it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a good game. Um, of course, um, that's. I might just be saying that because they beat Texas, and I want to see them go on to like, prove that they are I, that good. But uh, I was it's a good team.
0: Gonna say like uh, as far as teams that beat you, like I, I was, a I was a neutral observer in that, but I didn't see anything from Washington that would leave like a casual Texas fan, except for maybe that one guy who's sitting uh, front row with his end zone seats with his kid. Oh yeah. But leaving that game, being like. Dude, I fucking hate this team. I hope they lose because they just—they just seem like a likable team across the board. They just ball. Yeah. Facts.
2: Um, you know, it's a beautiful situation. Uh, You know, being here in Big Ten country, having two Big Ten teams in Natty is really just reflective of you know the hard work ethic and and the good people that that we've got in this conference, and so. Um, I want both teams to have fun. Obviously, really would like Davis Warren to uh, have that shining moment. Maybe even get in there, get a snap, look good, and let J.J. McCarthy uh, trot off into the sunset. But, you know, uh, as long as the Big Ten is well-represented, we're, we're guaranteed to have an enjoyable <laughs> evening. How about that?
0: Oh, wow. Big Ten guy here. Speaking of, jeez. <laughs> hey, um, I want to introduce what I believe is a brand-new sponsor. So I guess I'm going to need that alert.
1: We have a new sponsor, mm-hmm. new sponsor alert.
0: I've been trying to find a way to keep my energy level steady throughout the day. That's just something that I'm trying to do in 2024 going forward, okay? Look, coffee on its own is great, but it's just not cutting it. Thankfully, I found this little shot. Magic mind supports cognition, boosts energy, elevates mood, decreases stress, increases focus, and supports immunity. Um. Fun fact, when Magic Mind launched a few years ago, I saw them on, uh, on the Instagram and I was like, I'm going to try it out. I tried it out. So I've actually been a user of theirs and now they're here supporting the podcast. It's a little shot, improves your morning so much. I like that I can take it with me anywhere. It's a tiny little bottle. It's mega cute. Can drink it wherever I need a quick energy boost. I take it with my coffee. I kind of do like a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Sip of coffee. Maybe I'll just take a big swig. Sometimes I just I just take the whole thing of the magic mind. But I love it. It's got the uh, the matcha, the ashwagandha, the cordyceps and lion's mane mushrooms and more. Is it, Are you a matcha guy or matcha? I think matcha is right. I believe I say Definitely
2: matcha. matcha. Big matcha guy.
0: Matcha man over here. It's the world's first fully optimized blend of adaptogens, nootropics, and functional mushrooms. Check it out. They, they've hit us up. Our fridge is full of it right now. Dylan, I know you've tried it. I mm. had it this morning. How'd you feel? Nice little pick-me-up. Yeah, had you a good little circling back this morning.
1: Well, now you know what to attribute that to, David.
0: And starting this month, you will find it in all Sprouts Farmers Market stores across the country. If you have a Sprouts store nearby, get down there and grab a few bottles to try. If not, you can go to www.magicmind.com slash TMD. so we've got to get some sent up to you, so you can try it, www.magicmind.com. .com/tmd after you're hooked you can get a subscription with up to 50% off with our code TMD20 that's uh up to 50% off with our code TMD20 magic mind shout out to them um we won't do too much in the way of predicting cuz we'll save that for wild hard which we will be for wild card weekend but sure. but everything's been announced we know where everything's at We've got a big weekend. We've got coaches getting fired. Rivera's out, um, which we knew. But um, Arthur, Arthur's out. Let's start there. Let's start Falcons uh, oh, Saints. Uh, <laughs> can you run down what happened there? We're in victi- The Saints they're in victory formation, and they're like, you know, we're gonna go. We're gonna hang another one up there.
2: Basically, uh, the Saints Falcons were playing for the winner of that. If Tampa was to lose, the winner of that game would have a shot at the uh, NFC South title. So it was a meaningful game. Bijan Robinson finally got a chance to get the ball uh, as they've been screwing that up all year. I think he had himself like an 80-yard reception for a TD at some point. Mm -hmm. Um, But otherwise, Derek Carr, correct? David Carr. Derek Carr. Derek Carr uh, lit him up. He had, you know, one of his best games as a saint. They were stomping them. And as the game was wrapping up, when it should be, kneel it out. They decided to go again. (laughs) Dennis Allen did. And uh, Arthur Smith took uh, exception to that. And I would say pretty Greg Shiano-esque style of like cussing someone out from about 10 feet away, which usually if the coach isn't really about it, he'll wait until he's close up and say something under his breath and he'll get away with it unless like Jawan Howard's the other coach. Um, Mm -hmm. But if a coach is walking up from a distance, you're not only like talking shit and like taunting that individual, but you know they're surrounded by, you know, four Mounties and uh, city councilmen inexplicably. And Kayla McHenry's done a 40-yard dash to be there in the shot. And you're just dog cussing a guy from 10 yards out. And it's the NFL, so everything's on on Mike. So uh shouts to him. Um and you know, although he lost his job like five hours later, as he definitely should have, now he only gets to go home to all that other FedEx money that he has.
0: Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Um that was Jameis. And so afterward you find out like that was Jameis went against the, he they basically
1: were supposed to kneel it out and he. He said he crowdsourced it. He took it to the people. Well, who was it that scored the touchdown? Because it, it was his first of the year, and they just wanted to get him the rock and give him a chance to score. Not not that it's justified, but like that's their explanation. Was it Jamal Williams? It was Jamal Williams. Okay,
2: mm-hmm. veteran
1: running back. Like, all right, but let, let's 17 get, let's touchdowns
2: get him. last year had zero this year. Right. Let's get until him until that play.
0: Oh wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's still kind of weird.
1: That's still a weird look. Did you hear Shannon Sharp's comments? Said he would cut Jameis. Yeah, oh. seems a little extreme. No. Like he said today, I would cut him today. Was this on Club Shay Shay? I, I don't know what. I don't know where it was. <laughs> oh,
2: okay, <laughs> I'm not a reporter.
0: Whoa, well, hold on a <laughs> sec. Hold on. Let's turn your mic on, Shannon. Sorry, Shannon Sharp's
2: here. Shannon was calling him. Shannon. Oh, sorry, had, I would. I would cut. I would cut Jameis today. I said it. <laughs>
1: That's good. Dude. Just for the record, KJ's like doing Mr. that. Mr. Yeah. T Sharp. <laughs> I, think I thought Shannon actually hopped on, but it wasn't him.
2: David, that is your best impression yet.
1: Yeah, Shannon,
2: <laughs> Shannon went from having the most listened to
0: and watched podcast in history with Cat Williams to doing too much dip, just popping on for one seg. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I gotta go. Okay, see you later. Uh, yeah, sorry, was...
2: it's coach, coach O Sharp now. That was um,
0: wild. I want to know. Um, <laughs> Who you guys, I don't know. What's more juicy? What gets your juice meter going harder? Okay. Mike McCarthy in the Packers angle or Matt Stafford going home to Detroit angle. What's juicier? Which one's which one are you gonna have to like change your pants after immediately? Mm. Objectively, because I know <laughs> Detroit, you're a Cowboy fan.
2: Rock City, you kids, you kids know how to rock or what? Uh yeah, give me the Rams. That's like a joke for like three and a half because it's it's just a part of Woodstock ninety nine and nobody would remember that part unless they listen to Jake's podcast. Okay. Um give me the Rams because the Cowboys Packers would be attractive if it was in Lam- like in Green Bay. It's not gonna feel like a Packers Cowboys game in the mall of Arlington, America. Mm. Your is, hometown. Um, I yeah home of one KJ Ellis. Um, but I think the environment in Detroit, a place that hasn't had a lot of playoff, uh, um, you know, playoff games, period, 30 years Stafford, who, who gave them everything he could. Like, I think they will be appreciative appreciative. It's not like they're going to boost Stafford. Like I think that environment's going to be electric. And I don't think people realize like how sneaky good the Rams actually are right now on offense.
0: Yeah, at the risk of uh, looking like a dum dumb next week, I was, I was kind of like, dude, I'm I'm pretty stoked we don't have to play the Rams again because the Rams team we beat and demolished, like I say, we Cowboys beat demolished like ten weeks ago, is not the same one, and their their offense is pretty scary right now. So
1: yeah, that game is more intriguing to me, for sure. Stafford going going to Detroit. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't Respected Packers like I probably should at this point.
0: I have to admit, most of my Packers viewing is when they sucked, which was like the first six weeks of the season. I was
1: so out on Jordan Love the first six, seven weeks of the season. Yeah. They he's, were not good. He's gotten so much better. He's on a he's mm-hmm. on a significant tear. He has and- a pretty incredible arm talent. He it doesn't show up all the time, but when it does, it's like, oh shit, that guy actually is and, very talented. Uh,
0: doesn't really turn the ball over.
1: Yeah. Which uh
0: that kind of scares me. But, um yeah, I was a little surprised we're not the Sunday night game three thirty. I don't know. interesting.
2: uh, strategic, I think, not so much because the primetime slot, but this buys you that extra day. like this is where you want to be early.
0: Got it. You think this is more like unless the, you're s- go ahead the league, this is the league, you know, kind of pushing their cowboy agenda.
2: Got it. Um, I I have a feeling that the team, I don't, I don't know if the teams get any say at all, but I know that the league choosing Baker and stumbling Eagles on Monday night is a w- odd choice. Like that's going to be a rough ratings turnaround, which I don't give a shit about the ratings, but like that seems like if you were strategically picking a game to put like in prime, a prime viewing slot, that one is not it, which tells me that like the preferable slots from a, strategic standpoint are early in that weekend.
0: Um I said we weren't gonna like make predictions or anything. We'll do that Thursday, but <laughs> I, I am kind of curious if you guys think the Eagles can uh just kind of turn it turn around. Turn it
2: around. <laughs> Cause I, I dude I,
0: I don't I know AJ Brown, they're saying it's not as bad as it looked or as it could have been, which is always a, a real interesting one. You're like well, what does that mean? But um they do look like true dog shit right now and it's quite an implosion. The Eagles that is.
1: Yeah. Uh, it, it looks like they have just kind of quit, which is really weird to say. Their coach is such
0: like a motivator and leader of men. I'm I'm shocked. He's a scumbag. <laughs> this <That> guy
2: sucks.
1: <laughs> he is a scumbag, man.
2: Is that based purely on like sideline observation? Because I don't yeah. disagree. But yeah. I'm, I'm like wondering where I'm where, where it's coming from for me, and I think it's just like I just don't like the guy's face. I've seen him like it's gonna sound stupid. I've seen him cuss. Like there's something about seeing uh, somebody on national television in that position. Like, whoa, man, like I'm not offended, but now I'm judging him. Like I just celebrated for Arthur Smith a moment ago. But uh, I guess from 50 yards away on the other side of the field, it kind of gives a different vibe. Um, I don't know. I don't think they will. And I can go on record and fully be wrong saying like, oh, if you think the Eagles are uh, done for after this loss to the Cowboys, like you're crazy. And they have not won since, really.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, they got a lot of problems. And like the the Bucks are weird because Baker's been had a good season. Not great. He's still got Mike Evans. And the Eagles secondary kind of sucks. So I don't know, man. Uh That's that's one that like okay yeah I don't really want to watch that on Monday Night Football but I'm gonna I'm gonna we do a sports pod so we better watch it. Um, I don't know how much of that Bills game you watched last night. They are they are like it's it's overplayed. It's a major trope on Twitter, but that they are like the most wild ride you could ever want with a team like that. Uh, Josh Allen fucking throwing throwing touchdown passes (laughs) off dudes' helmets. like the most inexplicable bounces you've ever seen, bad fumbles, bad interceptions, and then just like uh, driving a team down the field and doing stuff that
1: only he can do. Yeah, I I didn't watch a ton of that game, but uh, that that's just kind of how Josh Allen goes, man. He's kind of got a little Brett Favre in him. Like he'll, you know, he'll 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 make some incredible plays, and then he's just he'll just he'll throw a dumb interception because he think he, he can just you know out throw. Any coverage, and he'll get himself into trouble. But he's a lot of fun to watch. Who is his girlfriend?
0: Because oh, Haley Steinfeld, Alyssa last night. My, my Haley Steinfeld. My wife last what? night was like, "Is he the one that's dating Haley Steinfeld?" I'm like, "I don't, I don't know." Is Interesting.
2: He, Did not Haley know. Steinfeld's responsible for one of the worst lip sync performances Sesame Street's ever seen. Granted, they're all lip synced. Hers is extra bad. But anyways.
0: You talking about the American actress and singer Haley Steinfeld?
1: <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, I can't. I yes, can't from s-
2: uh, True Grit. True Grit.
0: Oh yeah, I can't say her name without thinking of this is a Jerry nut- Seinfeld. Well, yes, but it, Ron, Ron Washington. Ron Washington uh, was when he was still the manager of the Rangers. was doing an interview, it, like just like they were like asking. Hey, uh, Hey, Skip, what'd you do last night You know, before the game or after the game? He said, I was watching Steinfeld last night. <laughs> <laughs> I, called it Ste- I, just, I think okay, about it every time. <laughs> it cracks
2: me up. I didn't want to undercut you, but I wanted to validate that you weren't alone on that boat. Okay, good,
0: good. He was oh. watching Steinfeld. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you guys uh, have any other uh, NFL uh, notes. Yeah, I I've got to a- own one. Oh, hold I have on. a question the uh, playoffs are here, right? And you guys talking about that uh that court, that running back that got his first touchdown. KJ, where are we at? Now the Patriots are done with their season mm. on that uh that how many touchdowns did Ezekiel Elliott. Fair.
2: Get I will own that. I will own that. Because wow. uh I need to check his total touchdown count, which I believe is less than ten. You believe? Um in fact it is half of ten. It is square five. Now there was a point about four or five weeks ago when Ramondre, Ramondre Stevenson, their starting running back for the Patriots, got injured, and a little glimmer of hope, like opened up because he scored three touchdowns over that span. But Mac Jones was trash. Bailey Zappi's their quarterback, and like the offense just wasn't scoring. It wasn't just that Zeke was bad; everybody was bad. And Zeke was not, you know, Zeke of the pass. In my defense, what's Tony Pollard's touchdown count at this year? Mm. Sitting about Tony Pollard, man. Six. Six.
0: Yeah, I don't really know Zeke how Zeke that-
2: had 11 last year. So, again, all I'm saying is I was projecting 11 touchdown Zeke to go to a team that had maybe 15 or 16 touchdowns from the running back position to contribute. And they scored seven touchdowns or eight touchdowns on the year. Remond Stevenson didn't even get any. I was wrong, but I don't think it's because Zeke is all the way done.
0: Okay. They just need to get him the rock.
2: No, they need a new team. They need a new line. If Zeke goes somewhere else where I have no idea what his contract situation is, I'm doubling down. Oh,
0: okay. Oh, come on. We have a we have a double down for the next season. Okay, we'll remember that. I Randy, got a, I gotta wait I to see where he goes. Randy will remember. Um, speaking of, what's what's Belichick doing? <laughs> Does he want to stick around? Because <laughs> what the Patriots—they've got what the oh okay the uh, they got the second pick, third pick. They've got a a high pick, right? It's the second or third, so they can get their guy. Third pick, I think uh do you want to
1: stick around for that again like i don't know i don't know if he has it in him how old is he at this point i think he's like he's 94 up and
2: he's 90. 70 he's not older than uh pete carroll pete carroll
1: pete carroll's old pete
2: carroll's <laughs> old but still brings the
0: juice <laughs> he jumps around like he's 28 he'll send you a youtube link if you're not careful you don't <laughs> like want to watch one it on time. you don't want to watch uh, it on 71 belichick
2: 71? 72 uh yeah 72 carol 71 belichick okay well
0: i don't know i'm seeing uh i'm seeing atlanta
1: being a rumor i don't know i can't see him coaching 72 for a team. saban didn't he feel like a new england lifer at this point
2: he
0: has to go to another like prestigious in quotes like he can't go to the t- no offense to the Titans, but he like if they're not going to get rid of Vrabel, <laughs> but he can't go to the Titans. Like he has to go to like it would have to be the Bear, yeah, like like a historic a team. blue blood, a historic yeah. team. Yeah, or is it maybe- dumb to
2: say like they he they need somebody or some place? He needs some place with like a football library where he can go do his football research. Like as dumb as that sounds, it's not. I don't mean it literally. But as you're saying, like they need to have some stupid story that he can dive into and like make his persona. Uh, I was talking to George Hollis the other day, and really just attracted me to this opportunity to be the coach of the Bears.
0: Oh well, hey, coach! Thanks for joining us. We got a uh, coach Bill Belichick here. Wow. Give us some insight on his future. Of course, this is yeah, KJ doing. So no, I Belichick. thought that was Bill. Um, <laughs> and we would be remiss. We would be remiss and doing great disrespect to the to the good people of Houston, if we did not guess up, uh, probably your coach of the year, D'Amico Ryans. You could give an argument for uh, what's my guy in Cleveland. Um, either way. Stavans- yeah, who, by the way, will be in Houston uh, for the wild card weekend. But D'Amico Ryans uh, and CJ Stroud, fucking baller. And Gardner Minshew, not good. There's a reason he's a uh, backup.
2: Uh, not good, but like, he kept them in contention. Anthony Richardson got hurt like in week four.
0: You're right. You're right. I'm I'm and mad. I a lot of that's the, that the division
2: wrong. being bad, but like, you know, Gardner is about as good as a backup as you can find right now. Speaking of uh, that division. Thank you. I, I was going to own this before Randy uh, called me out on something else. I needed to own. It's been an incredibly gratifying and uplifting Time to watch the Jacksonville Jaguars look the game of football in the face and say, "You know what? We will not play anymore. We will not partake in the pageantry and the barbarism, barbaric event. Barbarism that is football. Bar- yeah, barbarism was right." Rest was in peace, Mary right and Barber. Now. Damn, you know,
1: <laughs> Marion the Barbarian. Shouts,
2: to Tiki and ronde Um. Yeah, they've just laid down. They're taking a, uh, they're taking a path less traveled thing. We just don't want to fucking play football. Trevor Lawrence is a solid quarterback. Him and Justin Herbert both need to go on an ayahuasca trip and figure out what the is going on. Oh man, when you've got all of the tools, all of the investment, and you both are just disappointing as hell.
0: Trevor puts off the vibes. If he were to do an ayahuasca trip, he would not play football again. He would. He has the vibe of a guy who would just have his wiring so redone that it would be like, you know, actually, I am gonna move to Vancouver and do some fucking shit. <laughs> like he does not. He he's already got the long hair. He's very religious. Shout out to him. I feel like he would be touched by. I don't know anything about um, Herbert, but personally, I think Trevor Lawrence would be. I was wrong about them. I thought I had the Jags going to like the AFC championship. I, I, I don't know what to make of that team. KJ, you obviously followed them way more and way, way more closely than we did, but, uh, Um, good God.
2: Trevor Lawrence has played last three or four weeks with an injured shoulder. Uh, CJ Beathard, former Niner, former Iowa Hawkeye, I believe. Um, I don't know why I do that. I feel the need to like read everyone's sports IMDB. Anytime I see a player and I'm like, you may know him from teams such as, um, C.J. Beathard's their backup. He didn't really do much. Travis Etienne had a hell of a year. Their defense was just, eh. But they had a lot of penalties offensively and defensively on third downs that over last month that just killed them. They got embarrassed by the Niners, but a lot of people do. But they just couldn't close out big games and stop giving up big plays. So they didn't deserve to win, but I'd much rather, you know, as dumb as it sounds, I'd rather them have lost now for whatever it means, draft capital wise, then wait a week and get, you know, dominated by the chiefs or something like, I, I just don't need that. Maybe we can do it this time. uh, heartache right now. Um, so yeah, I saw a tweet about them having one 10 win season in the last 17 years and happened to be a guy that y'all had a throwing contest with. hmm Who
1: won that? portals? Uh, and a it- quarterback kind of a technicality. He won. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, but they've also been to an AFC title game and they've won playoff games in recent years. So, mm. you know, I'm not distraught. I think Dougie P comes back for next year. Um, we're in a lot better off position than the Chargers. So what we'll be Bear- back Duval. Uh,
0: last thing. What are the bears going to do?
1: Uh, they're getting, they're going to draft a quarterback. Okay. They're getting Caleb Williams. I've been talking myself out of Caleb Williams. Further. No, he's,
2: Okay. Ever since the cry, I think he might be a little bit.
1: <laughs> I think he's slightly a head case, but he's just so talented. Oh, he's man. so talented.
2: Oh, don't let big sports work on you like this. You're calling him this because of the cries or the writing on his fingers?
1: Mm. The writing. Okay, it's it's not that he paints his nails that bothers me. It's that he writes like "fuck Utah," "fuck UCLA" every <laughs> game. It's like I don't. It's, it's a weird care. It's a weird trait. I'm sorry. It's weird to do that. I don't care if you paint your nails, but fucking weird, man.
2: Sounds like a man who's never uh, taped up uh, the back flap and uh, tucked your jersey over it with some piss poor Sharpie-like message. Yeah, so, that's know, true. I've never done high that. high school crowds. I've never done that. <laughs> Big brother
0: and probably tried to tape up the back flap. I had to tape something else, yeah. It was a tough one. <laughs> Not a good knife for some he's of us. Just,
2: Baseball players wouldn't write anything on, uh, I don't know, what no. we you call it, like back grip or whatever. No, we, I feel we like never, baseball players are, uh, I don't know. No. Fair enough.
1: Uh, my coach did, uh, he did set a uh, bird on, uh, the bird had died, but he set a dead bird on fire on, a, on their pitching mound one time. He like sacrificed <laughs> it because we played a really bad game. And the next day we went to practice and there's a bird stuck in our fence. So he burned it on the no. pitching mound. It was,
0: was, yeah. this, was this like a, what he thought was like a, uh, like a voodoo ritual?
1: Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Like like a major it, league situation? He was trying to be funny. <clears throat> okay. We were like, hey, what is coach doing? He went and got like the gas tank out from the shed where he, you know, he had to mow like, the grass and all that and pours it on this bird and just sets it on fire. A Viking there funeral. There are so <laughs>
2: many steps between the outfield f- fence, the pitching mound, yeah. the gas tank. <laughs> like if I'm in court – this guy's getting just dog walked for all the premeditation before this uh, sage burning that he should have opted for. It
1: was uh, <laughs> it was interesting.
2: Why why
0: do baseball players can baseball guys? Oh, are but weird. no. What you the know, f-
2: judge backflaps? <laughs>
0: so wait, and he didn't like. Are we sure he didn't kill the bird?
1: Yeah, yeah, he didn't kill the bird. The bird was it flew into the fence, got stuck, and died.
2: Like a chain link, like a you
1: know, typical chain link fence. Oh, that's true. So it was just kind of hanging
2: there. Yeah. Uh. Man, there was also Dave a time, predicts false flag. He planted it.
1: There's also a time that we had we had a baseball for, I may have told this story before. Uh a deer comes sprinting out of the woods and runs headfirst. first. There's a, a soccer like a soccer goal that was just sitting there like beyond our outfield. Mm-hmm. Like, and it sprinted right into the soccer goal, snapped its neck. His neck was hanging off, just hanging like that, and it ran back into the woods with a snapped neck. <laughs> the head was just hanging like that. It was fucking we were like, what the hell just
0: happened? What do you remember what month this was this during the rut? I, I have no idea. Were they acting acting up? It was so I, horny just ran into a goal. I have no idea. Okay. There's a good chance that deer is no longer alive. Right, right. I, I think there's probably probably minutes think. left.
1: Well, that's tough. It was a tough scene, man. Um,
0: I guess I'll share one, not animal-related, but uh, senior year, we had like a win or go home. It was like a play, you know, you win this game, you go to the playoffs against like Grand Prairie. Uh, the Gophers, actually, home of Selena Gomez. And um, the team had been un- underperforming after being predicted to run away with the district. Lost our quarterback like week three. And uh, to get the guys motivated... We didn't know this, but the kids show up to the field house for, like, morning workout, lift weights or something. And there's, like, all this graffiti vandalism on the field house. And it's, like, really shitty and, like, not something that kids would say. It's, like, Duncanville stinks. Like, <laughs> you guys suck. Like, stuff. You're, like, they would have done a lot worse. Yeah. They would have done some stuff that probably uh, it probably goes on your record and doesn't look good. Um, anyway, come to find out it was the coaches who did that. It was a false flag. Uh, fr- <laughs> we found that out, like, months later. <laughs> And we kind of thought so. There was like way too many, way too few penises drawn on the yeah. field house. We're like kids. They kept it clean. The, te- the teens would have done more dicks yeah. is what we're saying. And not. Uh, it wasn't that is- signed
2: by uh, anybody that RG3 would do an Instagram live with.
0: Did anybody watch that? We should have watched that for content. <laughs> no.
2: We should not have. He is is so just, lame.
0: He's just the the biggest personality in media right now. RG three, um, all right. Well, let's party real quick. Um, yes, cat and uh, Nike, no more. Tiger and Nike mm-hmm. going their separate ways. We'll do some music, yeah, A little audio bed for the boys. Um, that makes me sad. We were talking about it earlier. Looking at Grayers, maybe is that the thought, Dylan? Uh,
1: that's where JT is. That's where his son. That's probably is. weird to say. That's probably the betting favorite at this point. I don't. I don't really care at this point. Here's a name to throw out there for the uh,
0: Tiger uh, Sweepstakes: Yaga. Ooh. Y a g a. I could get behind that. Look, look for Yaga, or maybe a Stussy play. Mm. What about
1: Big Johnson?
0: I, mean, I don't know. If Big Johnson's. I don't know. <laughs> Although there was a leak. Um, anyway. Yes, it would. Yeah, it would apply. I it think. would apply. Hey, speaking of the portal, uh, friend of the show, potentially down the road, Jaquindan Jackson from Utah. Woo-Pig Suey, he is now they got uh Texas Arkansas.
1: on the schedule. Do they next year? I like that. Yes, they do.
0: Not a good team, but we'll see if he can turn it around. Well, they got Jaquindon. Shout out Jaquindan. Jaquindan. Also, uh, another Duncanville uh portal move. Kendrick Blackshire or Blackshire. Blackshear. Who's he? I've heard it. You might remember him. Do you remember uh two or three years ago the uh, senior, that the photos were going around, that he just looked like a 38 year old man with kids. He's just a, and he's like Kendrick. He's a linebacker from Duncanville, four star. Look him up. Look up a Google image. I probably should have provided. I've one. got
2: it. I will. Uh, let me uh, slack it to Randy. We'll we'll come back to the image, but go ahead.
0: Well, he is now on the portal um, after two or three years to Alabama. Um, limited playing time. He is in the portal. A lot of Duncanville guys know those years in the portal. I don't know if that says something about that that Duncanville team or. Here we go. I get to see what's going on. Randy's hard drive here. Um, What else? Oh, that's it. We're going to get a photo. Yeah. Uh, well, we're failing the listeners here. Give a smaller Nicknamed
2: one? Nickname Thanos. Four-star <laughs> linebacker, Kendrick Blackshire. Jeez. Um, that was in <clears throat> high school? Yeah. yeah. Another uh, Duncanville uh, transfer was uh, their offensive lineman, whose name has escaped me. Transferred from Oklahoma to Asimiam. Um, hmm. Portal transfer season. Yell at Cloud real quick. Love it. We've got to fix the timing. As much as the bowls have always been a little bit diluted, maybe it was Bowl Pickham that kept my interest. But uh, it's hard enough wanting to watch Youngstown State and Dayton play. I'd rather at least know like the team that I saw in action week two is going to be there playing in this bowl game. Otherwise. You know, what are we doing here?
1: I think the portal windows, everything's gonna get I mean, it's look, it's still new. I think when uh, these problems start to arise, I think they'll get addressed slowly. But yeah, it's it's not great right now, for sure. Well said. Yep. I co sign all that. Let's run it back. Let's run it back. Of course, the segment during which we talk about what we already talked about. KJ has a bike pump, might be a VAC seal <laughs> pump, maybe a penis pump. We don't we're not sure, but he did bring it to record, which is Phoenix pump. Phoenix pump. That's his way of oh. saying he's pulling for the uh, Huskies. Lumbering tight end, a.k.a. white. <laughs> yeah. That was, in fact, KJ on the mic, not Shannon Sharp. That was, in fact, KJ on the mic, not Bill Belichick. He does incredible <laughs> impersonations. KJ is really pushing the envelope today. Glaring lack of dicks on the <laughs> Duncanville Athletic Facility. <laughs> and finally, we snuck Jaquind it in during the fifty-third minute.
0: It's a valid it, – look. You're
1: right. It's SEC
0: tie-in. <laughs>
2: Sure. They play Texas next year. I do play Texas Bill's
1: son. Thursday
2: night, wild hard for the wild card. Live stream YouTube.com slash too much dip. Get there, get in the comments. Maybe come up with some recommendations for what I should do on this wall behind me. As um it will not be the Epcot wall or the inside of a golf ball uh any longer. Gonna go with a different motif. You know, maybe I'll shiplap it. Maybe I'll make it look like I'm in the stew uh, itself. But, uh, you know, open to suggestions Thursday night.
0: Is that one of those uh, paintings that you have to stare at? Like the Mossimo for Sore Eyes t-shirt and you see something in it?
2: No, it's even more a hipster than that. It's the album cover from uh, Father John Misty's single or album, whatever. Oh, that's cool. But it's a print of that cover because I like the painting.
0: KJ's cool. We said that earlier, but we gotta say it again. This guy is cool. He's a cool guy. I literally
2: grabbed a nail and like hung up the first thing I could get up. Otherwise, it was very like cast couch-ish in here.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like, somebody's
2: gonna be like, what's going on? This was my Uh, delay between being here like right at time, minus five minutes late. But anyhow, welcome back.
0: Welcome back. We'll see you on Thursday, six thirty central. Bye Go bye. Subscribe to our YouTube bike. I
2: want my chips with a dip, that's all I know. I don't want my chips playing, I want my chips with a dip. i bring them dips.